We are the Adventuring Guild, and this is the Home Brew Review. again for another wonderful week of homebrew review where we'll be reviewing your favorite community created content we are of course still running curse of strahd we are now at the 12th level and hopefully this week we will be taking on the dark lord himself with me is david playing gerald stonemason the risen unchained kelly dr raza greenhill who is playing a physician and uh, Luke, who is playing Rune Belmont, a blood hunter. And Virgil, who is playing Vigar, the cardmaster. All right, if everybody's ready, we'll go ahead and start with our reviews. We'll go ahead and continue with the tradition of Gerald going first. All right, so, um, yeah, again, I'm playing the Risen Unchained, which is a race. Doesn't affect me that much at this point, but... It's the little things, you know? Um, one of the things I get with this, um, I have resistance to poison, and I have advantage on saves against poison. That hasn't come up a lot, but if you run a game where you get poisoned, that's very helpful. Also, yeah. also, I haven't died yet, but if I were to die, I have the hard to kill feature, which means that I basically get a free death saving throw. Nice. Which is good if you die nice. a lot. So been close. Might I feel like I have. I feel like I have to put that out there because while I haven't used a lot of these features because you know they're not useful all the time, they're still a good thing to have and they're race features, so they're not supposed to come in handy every time. So yeah, I like it. All right, on to Doctor Greenhill. Okay, so I haven't been doing a whole lot other than kind of running around trying to heal a little bit. Um, But I think that this week that's going to become a lot easier and I'm going to be able to do a lot more. In past weeks, I've gotten like one or two features per level. This time I got a bunch that (laughs) have utility as well as uh, like last week I was trying to uh, run around to get to everybody that needed my help and I was taking a lot of opportunity attacks. This week I have Combat Medic, which basically means that if I'm running to somebody, all opportunity attacks have disadvantage, and if I'm carrying or dragging somebody, we don't provoke at all. That will be handy because you did take several opportunity attacks running to heal. Yes, I did. So I think it's going to make me a lot more mobile, and it's going to make it a lot easier for me to get to who I need to get to to heal them. And I still can't be stopped by magical means. 
Last week was fun, but <laughs> oh man, I got wailed on by some gargoyles. Um, a lot of my increases that I had last week was extra attack, a bit of combat bonuses just from things scaling up. This week I'm excited to try out a couple of different things. My right of the dawn has increased so I can use that against everything now. So I think I'm going to strictly be using right of the dawn. I'm, I'm excited to hunt down and kill the Lord of Ravenloft. Alrighty. So, uh, last week I was very happy because I was pumping out crits for days. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Hopefully... This week will be just as good because at level 10, I got the Uncanny Precision ability, which now my crit range is an 18 through a 20. And also whenever a creature rolls a 1 or a 2 on a save, that spell also counts as a critical. So I'll be using, hopefully being able to use some more AoE spells and effects to greater effect. Also, I now hit level, I hit level 11 as well, which means I now get the legendary card, which means I can add a 6th level spell to my repertoire, but it's not put in my deck. I can just cast it whenever I feel like. So, I'll be adding that, and I just feel like this week is going to be a good week, and Strahd is not prepared for the cards I have up my sleeve. Wow. <laughs> Very funny. Nah. Oh, wait. Yeah, I know. That was. A, I was trying to think up a solid six. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I, I have a like better one for next of, week. Like, we all got pretty good stuff this level, except for you. I, I don't really get anything when I level. <laughs> hey, well, he's a racial, but he's a champion fighter. I mean. I get fighter that's stuff. True. That's super cool. Oh, but that's yeah. not really why I'm playing this. So, you know. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's hard to be me, you know? <laughs> Alright, last week you guys barely survived. Some of you barely survived. A gargoyle attack in this main uh, entryway area. Gargoyles drop down on you guys. You have already been through that dining hall. Uh, you have been into that long hallway that leads to the chapel. You have not yet tried to exit out the main doors again. And you have not gone up the wide staircase to the north either. What would you guys like to do? Well, you did see that floating handkerchief come from up those stairs. That's the upstairs. Yeah, upstairs. That's fine with me. Do it. Okay. You guys go up that extremely wide staircase, and you come up onto a grand landing. Massive stairs rise to a landing 20 feet wide by 40 feet long. Stone arches support a ceiling covered by uh, frescoes 20 feet overhead. The frescoes depict armored knights on horsebacks, their finer features faded beyond recognition. Dust floats in the air here at each end of the south wall. A staircase rises into darkness. Beyond the staircases are twin alcoves, each one containing a standing suit of armor covered with dark stains. Each suit of armor clutches a mace and the business end of which shaped like a dragon head. Words engraved on the arches above the suits of armor have been scratched out. Go upstairs again. Peace, guys. Okay, you climb up the stairs, and a dim dim light from the courtyard falls into this great hall. (laughs) Through the broken glass and iron latticework of a large window in the west wall, this immense room is a place of chilly, brooding darkness. Empty iron sconces dot the wall. Hundreds of dust-laden cobwebs drape the hall, hiding the ceiling from view. Directly across from the window stand a set of double doors in the east wall. 
Further south, a small door also leads from the east wall. Staircases at both ends of the north wall lead down. At the far southern end of the hall, a large wooden throne stands atop a marble dais. The high back throne faces south, away from most of the room. Double doors? Double doors sound important. They're always... They always sound good when it's double doors instead of a regular door. All right. Dumbledores. Exactly. The doors open to reveal another set of double doors ten feet ahead. Beyond those doors, a ten-foot-wide corridor stretches north to south. At the end of the hall, floating in darkness, is a human skeleton clad in rusted armor and tattered livery of a castle guard. What could be better than two double doors? Um, With that creepy omen, I'm going to go ahead and write up my weapons. Okay. Style. So then, from that throne room there, do you want to go in the double doors or go down that hallway towards the creepy skeleton-y thingy? Hallway? Check out the skeleton? Yeah. As you approach the uh, floating skeleton, you start to notice that it is assembled together by wire and just hanging there. It seems to be some sort of threatening, grim reminder, uh, something along those lines. You aren't exactly sure. Uh, Go ahead and give me perception checks, though. Dread. 15. 21. 12. Natural 13. Natural 13. Uh, it seems to be a fairly mundane hallway, though behind that skeleton, uh, hanging on that back wall, you do notice a hidden door. Uh, you are easily able to open that door, and the arch corridor has been swept clean. Oak paneling decorates the walls at a height of four feet. Mounted on the east wall above the wood paneling are three unlit oil lamps spaced ten feet apart. A plain wooden door is set into the west wall. Its light seeps through the cracks. A staircase at the north end of the west wall ascends to darkness. Hmm. Uh, it's dark in here. Do we, do we still have a torch? Uh, there are unlit sconces on the wall. I uh, don't have that yet. If anything, I'm going to do like a very, very underpowered firebolt. <laughs> the torches. Okay. Just to light them up. Yeah, you're able to um, only barely scorch the wall behind um, <laughs> and light the room structural up. damage. Thank God there's no tapestries. Go ahead and make another perception check. Perception. That's 16 perception. Okay. 11. Does that... That's a natural one. 22. Okay. <laughs> uh, the 22? 22. All right, got yeah. got light in the room. Yeah, you are able to find another secret door at the end of that hallway, right by the staircase. Oh, shit. Secret door. I know. Yeah, exactly. Let's go down. All right, you open up an additional secret door. This long, narrow corridor runs east to west. Codwebs fill the hall, obstructing sight beyond a few feet. Uh, You do notice that there um, is a staircase at one end, or a spiral staircase going up and down on one end. Uh, and there's also a what appears to be a large room uh, at the other end that has lots of arrow slits uh, in the walls. Oh, God. Murder holes. Spiral staircase? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess we can just keep going up. All right. We're, we're, having, go... we're having good luck with up. Uh, Maybe yeah, we'll we... get to the top. Gotta go up before we go down, I guess. Okay. Down was a bad direction. <laughs> so... away from the <laughs> Let's just go up. 
As you step onto the spiral staircase, a reddish light flares high overhead, then settles into a dull, pulsing red glow. You now see a full immensity of this tower. The spiral staircase circles up to the tower's full height. The tower, 60 foot wide at its base, becomes narrower as it climbs. At the pinnacle of the hollow tower, a large crystal heart pulsates with red light. Above the heart, the stairs continue upward. I'm going to roll an arcana check. Go ahead. 17. You believe that it's probably connected to the castle itself because you're getting kind of a weird vibe about it. Like this staircase is almost like this this castle is almost a living entity of its own. Oh, shit. So oh, it would be house. very. I don't like that. Yeah, it would be very weird. A very strange feeling, almost as if it was alive. Because it's got the heartbeat thing, and as a physician, you would have a very oh, good no. understanding of the. Uh, human anatomy and all that kind of stuff. So you would know that that pulsing and that heart shape because it looks like an actual heart, not like the you know Legend of Zelda heart pieces. I mean, it's it looks like an actual. Heart. Not the Valentine's Day one. Yes, class feature. I just got it. Ninth, uh, grim psychometry. Okay. Uh, if I take ten minutes, if we take ten minutes here, I can meditate on an object to discern vague details regarding any lingering evils or wicked past surrounding it. Uh, Maybe get some more information. It's connected to Castle Ravenloft. Yeah, do you? Are you talking about the Crystal Heart? Yeah, can we okay. use it, or should we just? Kill you, it? it is still way above you. Um, uh, yeah, I guess getting closer. Yep, because uh, it I think it's touch, isn't it? No, oh. I said spend ten minutes uh, meditating on an object. Okay, um, I you can I, sit I there and think about it. At least in the room. Well, it, this is all technically the same room, and the tower is just super high. So I can let you go ahead and take a. It would be a, you would get basic knowledge from it here yeah, if you would like. Uh, it says make a wisdom ability save based on the results. Whee. You can do obscure past events or okay. hints towards sinister purposes. Uh, doesn't have any effect on things that are untouched by evil, though. So. Okay, go ahead then and uh, do your meditating for ten minutes and roll that check. Think about it. Uh, check! Hey, nice. 27. Jeez. Okay, uh, yeah, you would definitely know that this crystal heart is completely connected to the tower itself. So it would be literally the heart of the tower. You believe that it probably has something to do with Strahd's power over this place and the strange... The uneasy feelings that you're getting, like the statues that follow you around, the uh, you know the eyes, the the strange unseen servants drifting around, the other strange atrocities and evil that you've seen, um, you think is all kind of connected to this one object. This is kind of the center of the tower. Blow it up, and we'll get as close as possible. Let's okay up more. I guess I don't know. Yep. Okay, go ahead and then let us... Uh, there is nothing on this next uh, set of staircase going up, but you do notice as you continue to climb up the stairs, you hit the next floor. There are two doors off of this floor. There is one that looks like it's going to the outside area, so the outside of the castle along the parapets and the walls, and there's also a another door that seems to lead to a long hallway and a short hallway. We can take the short hallway and then take the long hallway and then go up. Alright, there is a door at the end of that hallway, and it is unlocked. Uh, Thaumaturgy, step back and Thaumaturgy it open. 
Okay, yeah. Um, you are able to push the door open um, fairly easily. <laughs> a blazing hearth fire fills this room with rolling waves of red and amber light. The walls are lined with ancient books and tomes, their leather covers well-oiled and preserved through careful use. All is in order here, the stone floors concealed beneath a thick, luxurious rug. In the center of a room is a large, low table, waxed and polished to a mirrored finish. Even the poker in its stand next to the blazing fireplace is polished. Large, overstuffed divans and couches are arranged about the room. Two chairs of burgundy-colored wood with padded leather seats and back cushions face the hearth. A huge painting hangs over the mantelpiece in a heavy, gilded frame. The rolling firelight illuminates the carefully rendered portrait. It looks almost exactly like those dolls that were in that guy's room in the Burgomaster. Really? That's weird. Oh, God. This is getting creepy. Everything seems nice. He's the true villain. He's the true villain. Go ahead, and now that you guys have had a little bit more exposure to the world, go ahead and make history checks to see if you would know the, what that figure is supposed to be. I need higher than a 15. Nope. 19. Hey. Okay. Nat 20. Since you are native to this place, you would probably have figured it out by this point, and with your nat 20, you have definitely just inspiration figured it out, either through seeing it or... Something along those lines. Somehow I know. Pretty much. You would know that this is a portrait of um, Tatiana, the beautiful oh, young woman with auburn hair that Strahd uh, was in love with. Also, with your nat 20, you would know that it also looks almost identical to a young woman named Irina Kolyana, who is currently uh, in Barovia. Mm. She survived. Yes. I will relay this information to the party. Okay. Looking around the room, you would also see that there are over 1,000 unique tomes in this room. And, uh, of course, that is way too many to try to carry all at once. Um, But there are books of every shape and variety here. Medicine? Circular? Circular? (laughs) Circular books, really? <laughs> no, there are uh, large books, and there are medium books, and there are small books. So and every there are, size. And there are scrolls, which That's technically round. could round be books. Those, that, those are round. round. That's really Medical books? Yeah. You also notice something underneath the mantelpiece, or underneath the picture on the mantel. I'll examine it. Okay. You see, resting upon it, a strange symbol that looks almost like the sun that was beaten into the bronze doors of the chapel. Interesting. I'm going to do a, like a perception check, okay. just to like find, like search for any like hidden stuff in the room, that kind of thing. Okay. 19. Um, you would not have found anything overtly hidden. Okay. As far as items, well. but you would see on the back wall of the fireplace there is a secret door, which you're pretty sure can be opened by some mechanical means. I start pulling books. Okay. I start just pulling at books, because I, I know that has to be the trick. You guys are standing in about four feet of books, and the door has not opened. I'll check near the mantle. Well, I wouldn't okay. pull them all the way out. I'd pull them, like, oh. halfway out and push them back in. So. You've got arm cramps, even okay. though, you, like, your n- muscles no longer function that way. They're still cramping from pulling all those books. <laughs> okay. 
at the mantle, you're just kind of messing around with stuff, and you pull on the fire poker, and a door opens up in the wall. I will wait to see if you keep going through books, because it's kind of fun to watch. Uh, you wouldn't tell let's it. roll a perception check to see if I notice. That's an unnatural 20. You're pretty sure that one of the books you pulled was really what did it. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> which, okay, which book did I pull while I was... Guide to Secret Doors. Brilliant! Yeah. Wow. Keep that one. Hey. I throw that in my pack. <laughs> okay. Does anybody want to mess with that holy symbol on the mantle? Not that I didn't just give away that it's a holy symbol. <laughs> I'll pick it up because I have that yeah. icon. Okay, you pick it up. Arcana. Uh, hey, nat 20. Uh, 23. Okay, yeah, with your nat 20, um, you are able to okay. recognize this item as the holy symbol of Ravenkind. Nice. Raven. This holy symbol is uh, sacred to the good-hearted faithful of Barovia. It predates the establishment of any church as well. According to legend, it was delivered to a paladin by a giant raven. They used the holy symbol to root out and destroy nests of vampires until their death. The high priest of Ravenloft kept it and wore the holy symbol after her passing. The holy symbol is a platinum amulet shaped like a sun with a large crystal embedded in its center. After you guys attune to it, I will go ahead and rule that since you are the healer and probably the closest one to a cleric here, you could take it, or you are kind of like a paladin. Rune, if you think that a holy symbol would be your thing, I will let you take it as well. You have the icon. Ah, uh, yeah. You go ahead. You're the religious one. Okay. Would you guys like to take a rest while they... Would you like to take a rest to attune to it while they check out the next room? Yep. All right. In that next room that you guys found... Resting on the floor of the smoke-filled room is a closed chest surrounded by piles of gold, silver, and copper coins. The fittings and clawed feet of the chest are evidence of great workmanship. Attached to the east wall are two torch sconces. The southernmost one holds a torch with an intricate metal base. The other is empty. A skeleton in broken plate armor lies against the wall. The skeleton's right hand on its throat and in its left hand holds a matching torch to the empty sconce. Huh. Uh... Unless I was choking. So we're here. <sighs> Never trust just loot that's all about. I want to put something in the, in the sconce. No, in the way of this, that door that we went through. So <laughs> I'm thinking if it's a trap, if that door tries to shut on us, it bar- it keeps it from actually closing. It's true. That way we can get out if... I'll leave my explorer's pack in the door. In the doorway. You jam something in the doorway. I'll go explore. Go look at that sconce, I guess. The sconce appears to be a normal torch sconce. Um, it's just it's missing its torch. Huh. Um, maybe put a torch in there? I don't know. Yeah, put a... Sure. Put a torch in it. Okay, one of your torches or the one the skeletons hold on? Let's do the one skeletons hold on. Yeah. Okay. You push that one in there, and another door opens up on the oh. other side. This ancient hall is choked with spider webs, broken by a single clear path down its center. Make our way through. Yeah. Make our way through. The web? Well, do we want to open up that chest? I wouldn't. Ah, uh, might be something in there. Am I... Do you have a little bit of fear? Go for it. Am I done, or am I still attuning? 
you'd be done by now. Oh, I don't think they would have continued on without you. Oh, they continue on into the room that's potentially trapped, and then into a hallway studded with spider webs everywhere while you're completely out of condition. On there. Oh. No healer. Oh yeah. Let's let's No, let's just win. let him go. Just let him go. <laughs> and the other secret door closes and you guys are trapped. No, um Sweet. We can't get out of here soon, we'll have to eat this. Okay, everyone back up five feet. I'm gonna open the chest. I'm gonna say over. Okay. I guess I'd be somewhere near that skeleton with the uh Yeah, I would have been over there. Well I would have barricaded the door. So I would have been the back of the door. Okay, I'll scream if something terrible happens, guys. So you're the only one in there? I guess. Okay. You throw open the chest, and sleeping gas fills the room. I need a DC 18 constitution save. Okay. Uh, wait, I have a... Do you have yeah, a thing for racial this. feature for this? No, it's not racial. Um, that is... An 11... You are paralyzed. No, I'm not, because I have the indomitable feature. Okay. I can re-roll my save. Woo! Oh, that's better. That is an unnatural 20. You barely managed to stay on your feet. Get out of there! And there is absolutely uh, nothing in the chest. Oh, god damn it. Yep. But surrounding the chest, there are 50 gold pieces, 100 silver pieces, and 2,000 copper pieces if you care to pick them up. We still have those stupid gems from the yeah. beginning. We still have literally like 4,000 gold worth of stuff yep. that we haven't sold. Yep. I'm good just leaving it. Yeah. Okay. Through the hollow webs, or do you guys want to go back out the way that you came? I want to go destroy the heart. Okay. Take care of that before you take on the giant spiders. What? What? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> I mean, come on. It's a hallway completely stuffed full with nothing but giant spiders. I thought that was pretty evident. I thought it was Halloween decorations. <laughs> yes, it's all the really fakey fire hazard stuff. this was just ambiance. Didn't yeah. realize it had meaning. I know, right? Soon we'll find Strahd's collection you of mean, candy. Yes. This is organic. Yeah. Hey. Okay, you guys continue up the stairs. Uh, you notice on the sides of the walls going up the staircase, you're starting to see mounted on the walls along this, this section of staircase are ten halberds. I will keep an eye out for any traps as we go up the stairs. You guys continue up the stairs. You're within 100 feet of the Heart of Sorrow. Okay, okay. we'll get 60 feet from it. Okay, yep, you're 60 feet from it, and it is straight above your guys' heads, essentially. Alright. Shot through the heart! Oh, God, how long were you thinking about that? A while. Okay, leave, leave me alone. Oh, that's bad. I wrote a three. Will a 12 hit the heart? A 12 will not. It zooms right past it and clatters against the stone wall on the other side. Taking another shot. It knows we're here. <laughs> it's so dodgy. Nat 20. A nat 20. Yeah. You pierce the glass heart. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. So that would be... Uh, 8 radiant damage and 10 piercing damage. As you hit it, everybody go ahead and roll initiative. The awakened tower shakes and pitches as the heart of sorrow becomes animated. So I need everybody, as soon as you guys roll initiative, I need a dexterity saving throw. Seven. 
Wait, do you want dexterity saving throw or... Uh, give me your initiative first. Oh, 13? 7. 8. Am I gonna go first? 17. Damn it. <laughs> Virgil. Yeah. And just let me have it. Nope. Everybody give me the dexterity saving throw. 18. 7. And 17. Kelly. Yep. You fall from the stairs. Oh, from the stairs? You fall off the stairs. Luckily, you were 60 feet from the top, so you uh, only fall 140 feet. As a reaction, I'm casting Featherfall. <laughs> <laughs> Save the day! On all of us, because okay. it's that high of a spell, Ooh. so we all have Featherfall now. Kelly, give me another dexterity check. Or acrobatics and try to grab onto the stairs now that you have feather ball. Oh my god. Um, that's an 11. Alright, I will say. Wait, wait, wait. 12. 12. (laughs) That is still enough because now that you are slowly falling, you are able to land on the stairs on the other side and just run up that last little bit. Oh my god. I'm gonna start crying. Was that gonna be be an insta kill? (laughs) Pretty close. Oh man. You figure it starts off. I added that spell this level. (laughs) Yep. It's uh, at five meters, the damage starts at. Or, I don't. I've got the actual damage table. Yep. That could have killed me. We are then on to. Vigar. I'm casting Shatter. Okay. Oh, yeah. I need a deck save. It is inorganic, so it makes it at disadvantage. It, you hit. Disadvantage. Yeah. It, is you, it a one or a two? No, it is not. It's not? Okay. Darn it. Or, sorry, constitution save. But yeah, it wouldn't way. matter. Yeah, it didn't make it either way. Okay. 27 points of thunder damage. It is pretty much destroyed. You see huge cracks appear in the heart. Next, it is its turn. I need everybody to give me a dexterity saving throw again. Ten. Fourteen. Fourteen. Six. You begin to fall, but with feather fall, you slowly glide down. Give me a DC ten dexterity acrobatics check to grab onto the other side. Well, you are able to land on the other side and run back up your next turn. Sweet. Also, you see ten animated halberds fly off of the walls and begin to attack you. You also believe you hear some screeching in the background. High-pitched, inhuman screeching. Oh. Think Strahd felt that? Uh, It's lots of little screeches. Oh. Okay, uh, the animated halberds. You're the lowest one down on the totem pole right now, Kelly, uh, and then I'm guessing you two would be about the same. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say the first five attack you, David. Three hits. 21 points of slashing damage. All right, three of them are going to go for you, Kelly. My AC is also a 17 now. Okay, only one of them hits. And you take six points, and one is going to go for you, uh, Rune, and one is going to go for you, Vigar. One hits Rygar, Virgil does a... No, 13 does not. So... My AC is now 16. Okay. Uh, Rune, yours would have been uh, 22. Yeah, uh, Three points of slashing. On then to Dr. Greenhill. I'm going to scamper up the steps. 
Okay. You run back up to where everybody is at. Um, I will give bonus action 4d8 in temp HP um, to Virgil. Six, seven, eight. <laughs> That's okay. Eight points of temp? Yep. Okay. On then to Gerald. I jump up, run up to where everyone else is fighting. Okay. Um, the Heart of Sorrow is still 60 feet above you. Yep. I'm gonna go ahead and try and hit that thing with- Oh! You were continuing to run and so were you. Opportunity attacks. I forgot. Oh, they are. On the- From the Halberds. Okay, well they have disadvantage. Okay, yep, that's fine. Sorry, Gerald. Uh... None of them will hit you, uh, Dr. Greenhill. Disadvantage on you or just regular? Regular. Okay. Two. Two hit. You take. Oops, wrong damage die. You take ten points of slashing damage. Now. But you are easily able to get up to the rest of your things. Uh, cool. So. Uh, I'm gonna hit the thing, the heart with a crossbow. So, that's gonna be. Uh, 14 to hit? No, 14 does not quite hit. Okay, I'm gonna try again. That's going to be a 17. That will hit. That is 10 points of damage. You shoot it, and it shatters its crystal shards transforming into blood, which rains down on the tower interior and the staircase. However, the shuddering does not stop. And those animated halberds continue to slash at you. Room. I'll shoot the halberds. Shot one. That'll be a 18 to hit? Yes. Alright. 20 points of damage. One falls to the ground motionless. Shot two. 22 points of damage. One clatters to the ground, falling down the shaft of the tower. Shot three. 16 points damage. <laughs> a third one clatters against the walls as it falls hundreds of feet below. And I'll start moving towards the stairs. Okay. You start moving towards the stairs, going down to where the rest of the halberds are? Mm-hmm. All right. As you look down, running that direction, you see these four lanky forms begin climbing their way up the walls at extreme speeds. Oh my god. Those are what we need to kill next. Oh my god. Yep. On to Vigar. Okay, where are those things at? Bottom, uh, 190 feet down. Climbing up. Climbing up, so there'd be about 120 at this point. They're 120 feet? Yeah, I'm gonna say the lead one is 120 feet. How close together are they? Uh, they would be, 120 feet would be the edge of the first guy. Uh, they would all be within about 20 feet of each other. Okay. I'm going to shoot a vitrolic spear. Ooh. So I need all of them to make a dex saving throw. All right. You're uh, saving chain lightning for Strahd. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Plus three. So that's an 11, a 15, a 14... And a 10. They all fail. Okay. So they all take 10d4 acid damage. Jesus Christ. Nice. This is a lot of d4s. 24 points of acid damage is what they take. Okay. 
And then on the end of their next turn, they'll take an additional 5d4. An unearthly shriek is emits from all of their mouths uh, as they're struck with this acid. On then to um, the Heart of Sorrow has been destroyed, but uh, it continues to shudder. Everybody give me a dexterity saving throw. How long does Featherfall last, Virgil? Featherfall lasts for one minute. Okay. We're on round three of it. Okay, anybody less than a ten? No. Yes. <laughs> Leaning over the edge, shooting that spell right as the tower rumbled, you begin to fall. Go ahead and give me a DC ten uh, acrobatics check to grab hold of the other side. Okay, wait, that actually could be a good thing. We got to go down, anyways. Well, what kind of save? Uh, acrobatics, and wait, it would be a check. Up. Nine. You don't quite grab it. You hit the wall, and you continue your slow descent down. Okay. Straight at those vampire things. Yep, yep. All right. The animated halberds. What kind of slow descent down? Like, how slow are we talking? Virgil, how slow are we talking? Uh, you go 60, 60 feet. feet. So it's 60. double move speed, but it's... Luckily, when you hit the ground, you're not going to... Yeah, you take no damage legs. when you hit the ground. Oh, okay. So you're moving down 60 feet around? No, so you fall 60 feet. Every round. Yeah. So it's Every like round. So within 60 feet of the vampires. Alright, and I'm going to just say that you landed a couple of spirals down. Probably on that floor that you went to to go to that study. Okay. Alright. On then to, let's see... Uh, oh, the animated halberds. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I'm going to say four will attack you, Mr. Risen, and three will attack you, Doctor. So the three attacking the Doctor... Oh, are you kidding me? Seven, seven, one. None of those hit. Yeah. Three, twenty, nineteen... And a 20. Bye. Okay. They're not. It's so hard. Don't worry. They could only deal like six damage. Yeah, that's uh, 15 for the first hit. An additional six, so that's 21. And another three, so that's 24 points of slashing damage. And then we are on to the good doctor. The good doctor. Okay. Um, you said we don't take fall damage? Nope. I'm jumping. Okay. You jump, are you going to try and land for the other side? Or do you want to follow him down? I'm going down. Okay, you follow him and you are able to easily land on the platform. Alright, so, uh, what's nearby me again? There are seven animated halberds still below you on the stairs. And there are the four vampires crawling up. They're 120 feet from you. They're 60 feet from your companions on the level below. Great. Uh, Halberd. Gonna attack one. That's a nat 20. It is destroyed. Cool. Never mind. Next Halberd. That's a 26. Okay. So that's um, 15 points of slashing damage. Exactly what you need to destroy it. Third Halberd. That's a 17 to hit. That does hit. And that's going to be 12 points of slashing damage. Almost enough. It is very badly beaten, but not quite taken care of. All right. Uh, Rune. All right. I will also jump. Um, and I'll shoot at <laughs> the undead and flying down. Okay. Bye. Leave <laughs> your friend up there. Thanks, guys. <laughs> They're halberds. I'm more scared about those guys. They're halberds. We got this. Just, we believe in you. Yeah, it's only seven. 
fine. I'll, uh, now you're down to five. It's five now. I'll be fine. I got five halberds. It's I'll five. jump and I'll shoot up. I'll try and take out some of the halberds. Okay. That so way you can make your jump. Shot one. That'll be a 15 to hit. Yep, that will hit exactly. Awesome. Uh, 19 points of damage. Okay. One falls to with a clatter down the shaft after you. 19 to hit again okay. for 20 points of damage. A second one joins you down there. Third shot for 17 points of damage. Okay, and that one as well. See, now you've only got two. Come on! All right, on to the vampires. They crawl up the remaining distance to you, and that way you had to use a dash action to get up there, so they pull themselves onto the ledge in front of you guys, and, and that is where they will end their turn. They all take 13 points of acid damage. Oh, thank you. On then to Vigar. All right. I am going to card throw, because it's been a while since I first throw. That's an 18, which is a crit hit. Okay. So that's... Six, that's Violet card, so that's Psychic Damage. That's six. Six Psychic Damage, and that has to make a Constitution saving throw. That is a nine. That fails, so it is blinded until the end of its next turn. Alright. Uh, second card does a 14 hit. It does not. Okay. And the third card. Uh, that will not hit. Okay. Uh, you notice as you hit them, and now that you're close enough that some of the wounds that they have taken are slowly beginning to close. And move back a little bit. Okay. Up the stairs. Well, that was a ranged attack anyway, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if they were right up next to me. No. Not quite. On then to the tower. The tower shakes again. I need a DC 10 saving throw from everybody. Okay. Yep. 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 That's a three. You fall from the tower. Give me a DC 10 acrobatics check to catch the ledge where they're at and where the vampires are. I got you. Well, 14. You are now in the midst of the vampires. Great. Just knock a couple off the wall. I got it. What did he have fallen into them? Huh? Well, I've knocked a few of them down. As I've <laughs> you have knocked them into your allies. <laughs> oh. That's fine. Yeah. It's all good. Kill them all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then the animated halberds uh, start making their way down. Just kind of cruise along at a grand speed of 50 feet, so they are able to almost catch up with you guys. On then to the good doctor again. How close are the vampires? The vampires are within a 5-10 feet of you. Woohoo! Hold vampires. I will display the holy symbol of Ravenkind. Make a wisdom save. All of them or just one? All of them. Okay. Alright, that is a an 8, a 9, and a 10. And the last one got a 9. They all fail. Okay. So, they are paralyzed for one minute. Or until they succeed the save on their next turn. End yes. of their next, correct? Yes. Okay. They have been stopped in the name of love. Fear the good doctor. <laughs> Wait, Wait, hang on. And then as my bonus action, um, Gerald, because you're next to me now, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, not you. Rune. Wait. No, yes, you. <clears throat> no, I can heal myself. Don't worry about it. Okay. Rude. Yo. I'm going to do... Um, it's called preventative medicine. Um... <laughs> You're so taking your vitamins. Throwing that out Exercising there. regularly. 
8, 9, 10, 15 temp hit points. Solid. Here, take these beta blockers. Good yeah, exactly. Good news is a suppository. <laughs> yeah. All right, on then to Gerald. Now it's my turn. Great. You are completely surrounded by paralyzed vampires. Cool. Those are the best kind. Kill exactly. Um, win. And you have, uh, they automatically fail strength and dexterity blind. saving throws. Their attack rolls made against them have advantage. And you critically hit if you are within five feet of the creature. It's just... Can I just throw them off the edge? Yeah, you can choose to throw them off the edge. Are they still going to be paralyzed if I do that? Yeah, they're still paralyzed. Okay, I use my three attacks to throw three of them off the ledge. Okay, they automatically fail all those saving throws, and (laughs) I'm going to say that three of them are now splattered across the floor. And one is blind. And, yes, (laughs) blind and paralyzed. I'm also going to use my my bonus action to heal myself. Oh, wait, it might not kill them all the way. Uh, actually, it probably would have. 120 feet. I'm just gonna go ahead and rule it that it, they're they're dead. 120 feet is a heck of a fall. Yeah, that's bad. Especially when you're paralyzed, mm-hmm. can't even. They're not uh, yourself. They're not to... underworld vampires that just fall incredible distances and make it look really pretty. Yes. No. Unfortunately, not. Um, can't orient orient yourself to land. Yeah. There's no, nothing paralyzed. here that yeah. says that they. Uh, have reduction to fall damage, so no. It's gonna suck for them. Okay. How many were there? Uh, he pushed down three of them, so there is a single one left and two halberds. Two halberds. Yes. Don't forget about those. On to Rune. I'll shoot the halberd first. That'll be a 17 to hit. Yep. 20 points of damage. Uh, one explodes. Second halberd. Nat 20. And that one also is completely dissolved by a single bolt. And the final vampire. Good. There we go. That'll be a 25 to hit for oh, 11, 12 points of damage. Okay. Uh, if you hit it, it counts as a critical. If you are within 5 feet. Oh. Well, in which case I'll re-roll those too. Okay. Uh, add 6 more damage on top of that. Uh, do they have any particular vulnerabilities to radiant? Uh, they need do not, but um, they are unable to regenerate this turn if they have taken radiant damage. Yep. So there you go. Uh, it is bloodied. On then to the vampire, it can repeat at the end of its turn the saving throw, which was an 8. Nope. And then Virgil, that was an 18. Oh no, it automatically ends at the end of the turn, so it is just paralyzed. Oh, it's not blind anymore? Yep. <laughs> On then to the vampire. I can see its doom. I know, right? throw. If it hits, it crits. That's a 24 to hit. Yep. Okay. Dead. So that's one, so it's fire damage. Nine plus one, ten. Fifteen points of fire damage. Okay. Second card. That's an at 20. Okay. It double crits. Mix is psychic damage. Okay. So that's five, six, eleven points of psychic damage, and it makes the constitution saving throw. It is blinded. Okay. Again. Third attack, that's a 19 to hit. Okay. Which is also a crit, isn't it? No. Oh. I rolled oh, you a didn't roll 10 one. plus 9. Uh, 3 is lightning damage, okay. so it takes uh, 7 points of And that was crit? Lightning. What? If it hits, it crits. Oh. At 5 feet. 7 plus 3, so 10 points of lightning damage. Okay. 
onto the tower. I need dexterity saving throws from everybody, and your Featherfall ends this turn. Oh, oh God. Okay. I passed. I got a 16. Oh, no, Doctor. Are you at full health? Eight. Yeah. Two of you fall off the edge. It ends this turn. Huh? It ends after this turn? Yes, it ends because you cast it as a reaction six rounds ago. After this I, turn? Oh, no, no never mind. Yes, it, never mind. Yes, it's it's still going. Excuse oh, me. So, oh, so, rounds. All right, go oh ahead and give me Mr. DM. I was wondering I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking 60 seconds, six rounds, but no, it's ten rounds, yep. roughly. So, Luckily, we've been mopping them up pretty fast. Yep. All right, go ahead and give me a DC 10 saving throw to catch the ledge on the other side. Yes, I passed. 11. Yes. Okay. You both land on the ledge on the other side. Go Yay. ahead, and we are then on to the good doctor. How far am I from the paralyzed, blinded... Vampire? Yeah. 60 feet up and across. Can't. You probably wouldn't be able to see Can't it. do anything. I'm just going to sit down and try to catch my breath from the fall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on then to Gerald. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stab the blind or no, just the paralyzed vampire now. No, it's blind. blinded. Still blinded. Oh blinded. my god! god damn it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Sixteen. You split it down the middle, and it falls. And then I push it, and then you push into it the, into the. Please tell me you kick it, yelling, "This is Ravenloft." Yeah, and then I cut off his head on the way down. <laughs> you jump down with it, doing all these anime slashing exactly. in the air. Yeah. Yep. Now, what you need, we got a lot more like staircases down. Just push it, use it as like a skateboard on the way downstairs. Okay, that encounter has ended. So you technically still have Featherfall going and could take the staircase all the way down to the bottom. I would Let's like a short that. rest at least. Oh. All right. A short rest would give me back my spells. Let's, okay. spell. let's let's go let's yeah. go like most of the way down, take a short rest on the staircase. And... Yep, short rest. I was going to say we're right next to the study. Let's just stay oh, yeah. in that fireplace room. Yeah, you'd have to go up, but yeah, you can go back into that fireplace room and take a rest, however long you guys need. But I just need a short yeah. rest. We'll do it. Okay. Short rest, everything. From Let's the study, happens. where would you guys like to go? Two. You can go through that cobwebby tunnel, or you guys can go kind of wherever you want at this point. Just you go. defeated the Heart of Sorrow, so you can tell that the Castle Ravenloft has been greatly weakened at this point. Since they are connected, Strahd has most likely been weakened some as well. Let's go kick his ass. We can go, go, th- we can go through the spider tunnel first and just check it out. Make sure That's there's fine. nothing down uh, there. Okay. Alright. Uh somebody else go first. I don't uh Yeah. I ain't afraid of ghosts or vampires, but uh spiders. Spiders. I'm okay. not afraid this, of no spiders. This ancient hall is uh choked with spider webs broken by a single clear path down its center. Uh Ooh. there are doors, it looks like. At the other side of this hall, double doors. Open the double doors. Okay. You make it all the way through to the other side, and uh, you can hear the rain and thunder outside, and the air here is cold and damp. Veils and curtains of webbing fill this room, making it hard to gauge its width, width and depth. A single narrow path leads to the dark center of the room, where a rope dangles from high above. Anything of value? I mean, it doesn't. Nope, just a room full of spiderwebs, as far as you can tell. And a rope. 
and any, a rope. It's just going to be scrawled. Any more exits other than the one we came in? Not that you guys clearly see. Uh, we're yeah. back and let's go to the crypt. Make our way downtown and then back. Alright, you guys make it back to the chapel and back to that spiral staircase. Take it down to the crypts then? Yes. I think so. Nothing yeah. else has changed. Okay. You make it all the way back down into the crypts. Buried deep beneath the keep of Ravenloft lie ancient catacombs, with arched ceilings supported by wide hollow columns that double as crypts. Cobwebs hang limp in the musty air. A thick fog clings to the floor, which is covered with putrid waste. The black ceiling is moving. Uh, I'll proceed further in. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and do the, the right of the dawn on my weapons. Okay. As I said, there are multiple crypts. All the crypts um, that you see in front of you all have tags on the outsides. Um, so we can just go through one at a time methodically if you'd like checking them. Uh, they are fairly interspaced. Basically, each crypt is 5x5 five five, uh, with a 5x5 five five area all the way around them. Uh, so they're kind of interspersed. However, in front of the stairs that you just got down, there is a 10-foot-wide path that goes all the way across the crypt and down uh, what looks like a flight of stairs. That way. Yeah, I feel like we got to go further down. Okay. As you're making your way across, go ahead and give me perception checks. Oh, I'm so good at these. <laughs> really? Yeah. I got a 21. 26. 8. Okay. A respectable 8. You guys notice that the ceiling just keeps moving oddly. Uh, you guys are pretty sure that it is a whole ton of bats up there. As far as the crypts that you can read as you're walking down that middle path, you can read um, on the left-hand side, the three that you can read say, um, let's see, Irina Kolyana, wife. That strikes you as very odd. That's the first one on the left-hand side. The second one on the left-hand side um, says, Artemis, builder of the keep, thou standeth amidst the monument of his life. And the third one on the left-hand side reads, Sasha Ivliskova, wife. On the right-hand side, the first one reads, Petrina Velikovna, bride. The second one reads Sir Eric Vonderbucks. The third one would read Dr. Riza Greenhill. And then before you is the staircase is going down. Stop there. <laughs> what? What? Plot uh, twist, I'm a vampire. The door does not appear oh, to be is. visibly <laughs> locked. I'm gonna go examine my crypt. Okay, you gonna open the door or just look at the name tag? I'm gonna look at the name tag for a little bit. Does it say anything other than my name? It appears to be engraved in very fine bronze. It it says Doctor. Uh, It says Dr. Riza Greenhill. That's me. Spelled exactly the same, and if you have a middle name, it even lists that. Do we want to open that, or should we just continue? We should open it. Let's open it. I'm curious. I'm very curious. You open the crypt, and it releases the horrid stench of decay and reveals your corpse laying on a marble slab. That's weird. Can I go? I kind of look sideways at at our Dr. Reed. Dr. Greenhill. Green Greenhill. Can I go stabilize myself? 
As soon as you touch the corpse, it melts away into mist and fog. Falls. Well, that's sad. <laughs> Could have been two of me. That would have been strong, but... You also notice, um, I'm assuming one of you would have stood outside to keep watch. Yeah. The inscription on the placard outside fades away as well. Huh. Just changed the course of time. Huh. Well... It's not foreboding. I am slightly disturbed. Okay, whatever happens, don't die. At least you know where you're going to be if you die. I mean, I'll try not to. Can I do a history check on the other names? Yeah, go ahead. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Okay. Uh, for all of them. Yeah. Um, you would know that uh, Artemis would have been known as the builder of the keep. He's one of the architects that helped build this ca- uh, build the Ravenloft. Uh, you would also know of Strahd's wives and uh, his bride, uh, but you would only really know the basic knowledge. Um, since he is as old as he is, he has had taken many in his life. Um, so you would know of them. The Irina Kolyanovich, though, is rather disturbing to you because you know for a fact that um, she is still alive. You would also notice that it is uh, the placard is freshly engraved. I mean, it's still polished, clean, no dust, nothing. I'm going to push open that crypt, too. The crypt is completely empty and spotless. Okay, um... He's preparing, apparently. So, let's see. Yeah, I, I think the best way to deal with this is don't think about it, and keep walking, maybe. Okay. I don't know. You guys want to continue to that set of stairs? Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's get out of this damnable place. Set Wide steps arrived. descend to a landing flanked by two alcoves. Within each alcove, taking up a full 30-foot height of the ceiling is a bronze statue of a warrior holding a spear. A soft blue curtain of light flows between the two alcoves. Dimly visible on other on the other side of the curtain are more descending stairs. To the stairs. To the stairs? Okay, do you guys descend to the curtain? Do you pass through it? What would you like to do? I'll pass through it. Okay, you pass through it, and absolutely nothing happens. Yeah. Nice. Downstairs, on the steps. Oh, wait, just a second. Oh, <laughs> Actually, uh, something does happen. Happens. Moves. Oh, wait, death. Everyone roll death saving throws with disadvantage. Oh, yes, no. Um, and a minus 10. <laughs> and a minus 10. Yeah, everybody is dead. The rocks fall and everybody dies. Let's see, moving. Cue music. Yeah. Okay, um, uh, let's see here. Where is it? The... Alright, who here is lawful good? I am. Okay. You are able to pass through the shimmering curtain to the other side. Everybody else, as soon as you walk through it, you are teleported back up a couple of flights of stairs, uh, up a couple of stairs, and back in front of the blue curtain. Up. Huh. Why'd you guys go backwards? <sighs> well, maybe it's because we didn't have a crypt. Whoa. So we're dead. Whoa. Well, head well, back. I was gonna say, I thought that head back down. I'm only technically, kind of dead. Uh, you're able to walk back through, no problem. Can I do an Arcana check? Yeah, go ahead. You hold it open. Inside. Thirteen. Um, uh, you believe it has something to do with um, your morals. You, All right, guys. You as a person. Act better. I think uh-huh. really good 
thoughts about uh, like obeying my superiors, giving generously to the church, and I I try and pass through again. And you are teleported back to the tunnel. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna continue walking then, see what's down there. The tomb rests in hushed silence. Tall stained glass windows dominate the eastern walls, allowing dim light to fall on two coffins resting atop white marble slabs. One against the north wall is marked King Barul von Zarvich, and one against the south wall is marked Queen Ravenovia. The vaulted ceiling, 30 feet overhead, is inlaid with beautiful gold mosaic. You get a very peaceful feeling from this room. Is there a button or a switch? Nope. Is there another room attached to it, or is it just a dead end? Nope, just this room. Go ahead and roll me a history check. Um, 20. You remember uh, part of the prophecy. Find the mother, she who gave birth to evil. Would this be the mother, the queen? Possible. You're fairly certain. Okay, I'm going to go up to her... Her, her, her coffin? Yeah. Okay. Um, you see that the coffin holds the skeleton of Strahd's mother. Um, the magic that was meant to preserve her earthly remains has failed long ago, uh, and she is not as preserved as the immaculate body of um, some of the others. Well, I guess you haven't opened any of the other crypts. Um, a, t- a tattered white shroud covers her bone. Yeah... I'm going to apologize to her for desecrating her final resting place, and then I'm going to take the shroud. You pull the shroud off, and underneath of it, you see what appears to be a platinum hilt and guard. Pick it up. Okay, you pick it up, and in your head, um, you get a very powerful feeling. A very righteous, evil-smiting Power. You know that you can take on the most powerful of evil with this. I'm gonna scuttle back to them. Okay, you well, want? I'm gonna I'm gonna thank her first and recover and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And then scuttle back to them. Yeah, you are able to get all the way back up there without a problem. Well, I found this. I guess I'll pick it up. Okay, you are able to. Can touch I make it. an arcana check? Yes. It's a magic sword, you think? It looks broken. It looks like a magic sword. Yes, it does. Is there a, is there a blade on the other end of it? When mm. you first found it? Nope, that was it. Hold it and walk through. As you are aware with the other items that you have found, once you have attuned to them, you have been able to know what they do. So we'll take a short break. Okay. Put you sit down. You can keep it. Well. Whoever wants to attune to a camp, I would suggest somebody that's going to be using it. But you know from the card that you received that this is a card of power and strength. It will tell of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight. Find the mother, she who gave birth to evil. So which one of you uses a sword more often? I usually stick to the crossbow. Well. You have your great sword. Do you want to use this? I don't know if I'm worthy, but I'd be willing to give it a try. Here you go. Okay, so you attune to the sword? I guess, you know... Okay. You guys have the power. All right, let's go Can you back. walk through? Through the crypts. Sunlight, sunlight, sunlight. Oh! Okay. 
So, would you guys like to then go up and keep exploring the crypts? Yes. Okay. Which way would you like to head? To the left or to the right? Left. Or take it back now, y'all. Or to the left. You guys head to the left? Left. Alright, to the left is where you ran into that crypt that um, had your name on it. I guess go straight ahead, not meander. Hugging the wall, that would lead you to see four crypts. So the names on these placards that you see, the first one reads Baron Isenglaze Droof. Would be the first one you encounter. Truth. The second one you encounter reads King Dro- uh, Dostrin the Hellborn. Um, okay. I, I can keep reading or you guys can check? Yeah, let's check the Hellborn. Check Hellborn. Okay. Resting in the center of this crypt is a seven-foot-long gilded sarcophagus. Its lid painted with the likeness of a screaming king wearing a crown of horns. Looming behind the sarcophagus is a stuffed owlbear frozen in a roar with claws outstretched. That's pretty cool. Ooh. Well, let's keep moving. Okay, shut the door and keep going? Yep. yep. Okay. The next one you run into would be... Eucephalus, the wonder horse. May the flowers grow even brighter where he trod. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's a Greek pronunciation. Probably. On to the next one. Tatsal Eris, last of the line. Eh. Interesting. Okay. You then are against the back wall. Well, let's go the we'll other way to then. The side. Okay. Keep going. Keep going along that back wall. Yep. Okay. As you guys are walking along that back wall, you come to where you see that there should be stairs. And who would be leading the charge heading that direction? Sunsword Man. Sunsword Man. Okay. I'm the sun sword. Upon stepping within five feet of that, a flash of light explodes around you. Then you are plunged into absolute darkness, suddenly lying in a confined space choked with dust. So you are laying on your back inside a confined space. The three of you see a white appear from the space where your friend was just taken. Oh, son of a biscuit. Go ahead and roll me in a shit. Alright, um, die down here. Eleven. Nine. We start then with Vigar. Carthrow. That's a 26 to hit. Uh, yeah, that definitely. Okay, five is the blue, so cold damage. And that's seven points of cold damage. Okay. Second card. Uh,. 9 plus 9 is 18. That hits, okay. I'm guessing. Yep. Okay, that card is lightning damage and does 9 points of damage. Okay. And the last card is a 19, so that's a crit hit. Okay. It's or poison. Okay. Nothing happens. God dang it. Oh, and actually I guess you wouldn't have Choking Darkness because you have the Sun Sword. So it would be bright in this confined space. On then to the doctor. Do you still have your temp hit points? Yes. Um, I still have mine too. I'm you... gonna hold my action until somebody gets attacked. Can you diagnose the ghost? Can I diagnose the ghost? Okay, uh, it's dead. 
Ah. Oh, You're God. too late. Ah. Plague with dead. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take three radiant shots at this guy. All right. Na- uh, unnatural twenty to hit. Yes. Okay. Do you need to know radiant damage separate from anything else? Uh, no, I do not. Okay. Seventeen points of damage. Nice. Twenty-two to hit. Yep. For seventeen points of damage. That kills it. And it falls into a pile. Your friend is gone. Dead man. You, sir, are inside what you can only guess is a coffin or a small like box. Okay. Go ahead and make me a strength check. Cool. I'm good at those. That is an 18. You are able to easily kick it open. You come out into what appears to be a shaft 10 feet across with 14 other coffins. So I have to start climbing then? or If you want to. The stones are slippery, so characters who try to scale the wall um, or use a climber's kit must make a DC 10 strength check. I will try and climb then. I think I can do that. That's an 18, so... Okay, yep. You are able to easily climb out, and you open the doors, I'm assuming? Yes. Alright, you are facing what you see to be that big hallway that you were just in. Yeah, I start running that way. <laughs> Alright, you hear this clomp, 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 clomp. Oh, and, here comes, and here comes this undead looking guy with a flaming sword. Oh, God! <laughs> no. Roll initiative? Yeah. Okay, what would you guys like to do? Uh, you saw that thing just right appear out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, or can I check? Okay. That's the only thing I'm kind of good at. Let me assist. Seven. Wait, I will. Uh, you're pretty sure that there's something magical in I front of you? I assisted for that... a 16. Okay, you're pretty sure that there's some sort of magical trap or tile or something that caused him to be teleported? Because that's not one. Uh, it's not. Should we try it again? Wrap's <laughs> <laughs> going around. Let me guess, you're going to try it 14 more times. <laughs> Clean out. Gotta wear Every... out eventually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I try and dispel magic? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so you dispel magic. It would be at the fifth level. Yeah. No. Um, you are able to dispel the magic. Okay. Hey guys, walk up to the portcullis. Walk up to the portcullis. All right. Can we try and Gingerly. lift it? Yeah. You can. walk up. I'll try yeah. and assist. You're gonna assist. All yep. right. I will cheer you guys on. Yay. Oh, twenty-three. Okay, you're assisting. Yep. And was it more than 15? Yes. Okay, uh, that adds plus 5, I'll say, to it, so that is enough to lift the portcullis. You strain and almost poop your pants, but you are able to, except for you, because I don't think you pooped. I don't think um, so. <laughs> so you are able to successfully lift this portcullis. Black marble steps descend to a dark tomb that has a vaulted ceiling 30 feet overhead. The essence of emol permeates the very air. The smell of freshly turned earth is here. Settled into the dirt on the floor is a shining black coffin of finely waxed wood. The coffin's fittings are of brilliant brass. The lid is closed. South of the coffin are three gloomy alcoves. An iron lever protrudes from the north wall east of the tomb's entrance. Well, lever. Let's do pull the lever. lever <laughs> you pull the lever, and the already uh, opened door shatter- shutters as it tries to open. 
Nice. Oh my ah. Yeah, let's go through carefully. I'll check that uh, coffin. Okay, uh, you try to open the coffin, or what do you do? Because this is it, isn't it? Is this... I don't know, is this... So are you, like, approaching the coffin, or I'll you... approach with my weapons drawn. Alright, you approach the coffin, and out of the three alcoves burst from the ground three vampires spawn, all dressed in what appear to be bridal gag. Oh, yeah, that's shit. Alright, go ahead and roll initiative, everybody. I wasn't prepared for the dresses. That's an at one. Eleven. Seventeen. Uh, so, they immediately, since you were leading the charge, dive upon you, Sir Luke. Oh, joy. Thankfully, I have temper. I thought Sir Sunsword was leading. I inquired about the coffin, though. Okay, they make two attacks each, each one with claws and one with a bite. I'll go ahead and try to do a... uh, Disadvantage on one? Blood Maledict, yeah. Disadvantage the first one and probably the second one. Okay, neither of those will hit you. Second one, uh, one will hit, one will miss. I'm going to say the first one that I rolled uh, hit, so that would be claws. And that one, the bite would hit. Okay, so you take uh, 10 points of claw damage from the first one. Okay. The second attack um, would then be uh, attempt to grapple. So go ahead and uh, try to break away. Oh, not one. Yes, then you are grappled this turn. Ah. All right, on to Gerald. Yes, so how many of them are there? Three. Okay. And they are all surrounding your buddy. Yep. I'm going to take my sun sword. And I'm going to attack. That's a nat one. <laughs> so I'm going to try again. Um, that's a little bit better. That's a 19. Yes, that will hit. All right. So I'm gonna. that's going to do uh, 11 points of radiant damage. All right. And then are they undead? Uh, yes, they are. It does an extra D8. So another 8 radiant damage. So 19 total. Yep. Okay, nice one. Is that one dead? Uh, no, not even close. Then I'm going to hit it again, <laughs> and that's going to hit, and it's going to do 8 plus... It's going to do 16 more points of radiant damage. Very nice. It is still not dead, but it did not like that, and you see that its wounds are not knitting closed like you would expect. On to the good doctor. The good doctor is going to... I am going to show them the holy symbol. Okay. Wisdom save. Uh, one passes because they rolled an 18. The other two didn't roll above an 8. Okay, so they're paralyzed. Is the okay. one that didn't pass... I'll let you decide which one did. The one that's not holding. Okay. Alright, so one of the full health ones is paralyzed. The furthest one in the back, we'll say. There's only one that's not paralyzed? Correct. The other two are. Okay, on to Vigar. Alrighty. Um, do you guys want me to try and do a shit ton of damage to him? And maybe attack the coffin at the same time? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna cast Chain Lightning. Okay. So I'll attack one, uh, or I need a, uh, deck save from all of them. Okay, Number and one. how many targets do you hit? Uh, it hits one and then can leap to as many as three other targets. Okay, did you want to hit the cop? Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, I don't want to summon Strahd. Okay. Yeah. You hit all three. Okay. Those are tens. Sorry, math. Uh, 
Six. Forty-six points of a lightning damage to all of them. The two... Um, That's only to those that uh, were paralyzed. Yep, the one grappling you and the um, other paralyzed one are reduced to nothing but charcoal. Oh, dead? Sweet. Good job. <laughs> okay, on then to... Luckily, though, you don't get that back. <laughs> what do you think? On, yeah, on then to Rune. Get up and... There's one left? One left. And it is bloodied. Really? But not one. Uh, I at least have two more shots. Uh, 15 to hit? Yep, that will hit exactly. Uh, 21 points of damage. Very not looking good. Last shot. That'll do. 19 to hit for 14, sorry, 15 points of damage. And that is enough to finish her off. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Let's, let's, let's give us a straw. Let's take a long rest first. Yeah, a long <laughs> rest. <laughs> long, yeah, out next to him. Slumber party with straw. Pretty much. Sure. Alright, so what would you guys like to do now? Uh, if we're prepared for Strahd... Go ahead and go home and call it a day? Yes. <laughs> okay. We're gonna, put some, we're gonna put a couple of removable rods right on top of the coffin. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I use my crowbar. You line the crowbar up with the edge of the coffin, and he throws open the lid and attacks you. Aww. Surprise round. Okay, he Ouch. is going to go ahead and swipe at you, and then we will roll the initiative. Oh, but he was, he was taking a nap. He was waiting. Uh, you that, know the expression, sleep like the dead? Yeah. That is two 18s, uh, so that would be 27 to hit. And you take... Ow. Oh, yeah, that is... 25 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh my god. Plus 28 points of necrotic damage. Let me heal you now. Let's get my calculator out. Alright, and roll initiative, everybody, unless you want to keep the same. I'm ready to. No. Yeah, let's change it. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! 22! Oh, fuck you. Okay, Strahd got a whole 12. Oh, thank God. Oh, this is my bad die. Okay. I was going to say, that's a... You do? I got a 19. 22. Sorry, 5. I got a plus 9. Damn. <laughs> well, he's in the middle. I guess that's okay. Yep. Okay. So then, ugh, it would be Rune's turn. All right, you're going to die. Three shots at him. Plus nine, plus nine, plus eight. That'll be a thirteen to hit. Ah, uh, yeah, no, thirteen does not hit. Sixteen to hit. That does. Oh, okay. That'll be fifteen points of damage. Some of it radiant. Does that? Uh, I'll separate if you need. No, it doesn't make a difference. But okay. you can't regenerate after two. Fifteen total, and the last shot will miss as well. So, end of my turn. Okay. We then move on to the good doctor. Good doctor is going to dole out temp HP. Okay. To Rune. I'll get to you in a second. Uh huh. You're going to get actual healing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 3, 6, 9, 14. Okay, I'll take that. 
temp HP. Yeah, you get the you get real. You get real stuff. You get the good stuff. Real healing. Um. Okay, and then I'm gonna walk over. Well, yeah, cause disadvantage. Walking over to Gerald, and I'll do heightened treatment. So twenty. What did I say? Twenty-seven hit points. Sweet. That's like one hit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or part of a hit. It's half a hit. Half a hit. Depressingly true. Alright. I'm scared. Strahd is gonna sit down. Why does it have now? Why does it have to be his okay. turn now? Uh Strahd is going to go ahead and as a legendary action before actually his turn, he is going to go ahead and make another strike against you. Um Me? Gerald, you're in front. And that is a nineteen. Uh, plus nine, or plus uh, eight, so that will hit. Or no, plus nine, I was right. Um, you take an additional... You don't know, no, he's going to forego the bludgeoning damage. I need a DC 18 uh, strength or athletic or acrobatics to get out. 27. Okay, but you yeah. do still take the 14 points of necrotic damage. That's better than... Dying? Yeah. Okay. Um... It is now his turn, and he is going to go ahead and um, summon five swarms of bats uh, to come from behind you guys. So they would appear from the ceiling um, in the outer hall to attack you all. Okay, and that would be his action. Um, We are then on to Gerald. Yep. So, three attacks, Sun Sword. That's gonna be, um, actually, those are all well above 20. Okay, yeah, those will all hit. And then do I add an extra D8 for Undead for every one of those, or? Yes, every attack that you make with the sword adds an extra D8. And, okay, so that's, uh, 17 plus 20. Plus 17. So that's 54 points of radiant damage. And I'm going to take um, an action shir- action surge. So I'm going to do that again. Uh, that's a nat 20. Okay. So that's, that's another 19 points of damage. Okay. And then that's an 18, so that's going to hit. So that's 9. That's another 16. And then... A 17 would hit as well? Yes. Okay. So that's 21. That's 110 points of damage. Jesus. 21, you said, was the last one? Yes. Okay. 100 and how much total then? 110. That's much easier to do math-wise. Okay. We are then on to Vigar. Alrighty. So, um, that was the coolest thing I've ever done. Nice. Do you want... Should I hit Strahd, or should I attack those swarms of bats that just appeared? The bats are all behind you guys, um, so they will... Um, How far? Hmm? How far? They, they lined up with you. They're ready to attack. I'd say focus on the swarm. Okay. I'm going to turn around. For that. I'm going to turn around and cast Burning Hands okay. on the swarm, so it should hit both of them. You going to empower that? Huh? Well, what strength of Burning Hands? Something, yeah. What? What strength of burning hands are you doing? Oh, it's always cast at fifth level. Oh, sweet. Okay, so, um, I'll go ahead and. I need deck saves. 
Yep. I'm going to go ahead and say that, um, well, how, see how what this area is. Because I'll move if I have to to get that 15-foot cone. You can hit all of them. That's right. Uh, that one, or ones and twos are crit fails. Yep. Uh, 15, 12, 14, 16, and 4. Okay, they all fail, so... Let's see. One was a 2. One was a 2? Yes. Okay, I remember that. Okay, so let's see. So 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, D6. Okay. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 21, kill him. Uh, 28 points of fire damage to the normal, and then the crit one will take an additional, um, Additional 18 points on top of that for the one that got it too. They all disappear into dust. He is going to go ahead, um, Strahd, after you did that. Uh, he is going to uh, move up to his speed without provo- provoking opportunity attacks to get into that hallway where your um, deal was, and he disappears into the crypts. So he ran out of the area uh, and moved... Five, Did ten, shut the door? 15. Where that trap was disabled, there was no door. Because um, you guys pried it open. Uh, and he is now um, back uh, outside that crypt area. Okay. Alright. Well. Yell insults to make him come back. Alright. It is now on to your turn. Don't be a baby. Rune? <sighs> well, my speed increased while I'm in dark areas. Uh... I'll go ahead and chase after him. Okay, you can move 25 feet and you see him. Sweet, I will, and then I'll unload. Crossbow, crossbow, crossbow. Okay, go ahead. Gunshots, gunshots, of course. <laughs> Essentially. Okay. Hey, I might actually hit him with all. That'll be a, a 20. Oh, yeah, 27. Okay. 21 and 23. Yep, all of those hit. Sweet. Alright, uh, 19 points okay. of damage for the first shot, 19 for the second shot. Okay. Third shot is a 31. Okay, very good. He is definitely looking terrible at this point. I'll go ahead and finish my movement by getting closer to him. Alright. In case he starts to flee again. Good doctor. I might continue bandaging. Hmm? I might continue bandaging, uh, Gerald. Okay. Another 27. Oh. Yep. While you're doing that, he's going to take an additional legendary action. <laughs> and he is going to attack uh, you, sir. Um, Alright, AC 17. Yeah, that definitely hits with a 25. Sure. Yeah, uh, he forgoes the bludgeoning damage. I need a DC 18 um, athletics or acrobatics to get out. 20. That you would still make it no matter what. So, yep, you are able right. to break free. Alright, and then you heal him. Yep, for 27. Okay. He is going to go ahead and I need a constitution save, Luke. Oh, not my strongest suit. 17. That is not quite enough. Oh, I rolled a 15. Okay. Gonna hurt. Yep. Luke, you take 43 points of necrotic damage. 43, you said? 43. Alright, so that's so... Okay, I take 29, and my 10 hit points are gone. Alright. Thank you for that. 
I'm good, coming! On then to David. Yes. Good buffer. So. So my movement speed is 30. Um, if I take another action surge, can I dash and then do my three attacks? Uh, that would count as one of your actions. Yeah. So I would use one of my actions to da- to dash, and then I'd use my second action to make your three attacks. You could do Like that. normal? Okay. Uh, yes, you could do that. Okay, I'm gonna That's I'm gonna one. use that dash around uh, sixty feet and okay. then use the, do three attacks. As you cut through the front, you are all of a sudden finding yourself inside of a coffin. And guess what, guys? There's a white exactly where he was standing. You got to stop doing that. Weird. <laughs> I thought we only one of them. Okay, we didn't scout the whole place. Okay. Well. <laughs> I use my action to open the coffin. Yep, and to climb out. And use my remaining movement speed to climb out. Okay, you climb out and you are in front of the crypt, and that is the end of your turn. (laughs) Going to go ahead and once again make a strike against you, sir. Now, Joy. Uh, That is a 26 to hit. He is going to forego the bludgeoning damage for a grapple. I'm coming. Go ahead and roll. Nope, 12. Okay. You are then grappled. You take 14 necrotic damage. Okay, so up to 43 damage. Alright. I need a doctor. On then two. Paging Um, Dr. Greenhill. Paging Dr. Greenhill. Okay. Uh, I'm going to card throw. Okay. I mean, self-sacrifice and all, but I'd rather not kill you if I didn't have to. (laughs) Okay, so that is... A 19, that's a great hit. Okay. How do you end the battle? Oh! What? Well, it's a psychic card. So I'd, like, just spawn this, like, purplish flame in my hand, and it turns into a card, and just shink, and it just, right into his head, and he just falls to the ground in this, like, slow-motion style, and I'm just like, that's my trump card. <laughs> and then <laughs> I win. And then I run in from the side, and I'm like, guys, I'm here! Okay. I think I died a little. I know, right? All right. This is where we will end this week. For those of you at home that have been playing along, you will have, if you kept up with your math and followed the book with uh, Strahd's health, you would know that I did power him up a little bit. Uh, Because we are level 12s, and this adventure technically ends at 10. Um, As such, I added a couple more hit die to him. Um to help increase his survivability, but the party was very easily able to defeat him. We will go ahead, and next week we will pick up with a new adventure called House of Horror, an adventure that had uh, five-star reviews on the DMS Guild, and that's where we will pick up next week. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for joining us once again for this episode of Homebrew Review. If you would like to find out more, you can find us on Facebook at Guild Adventure. You can visit our website at www.theadventuringguild.com or you can find us on Patreon. For any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at dmbob at theadventuringguild.com or hit us up on one of our many social media websites. And once again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review. 